Now let's get to Larry Swedrope, Chief Research Officer of Buckingham Wealth Park uh, Partners. We're taking an academic approach to today's market. And first, let's start broadly with your thoughts. Uh, when we talk about the broad-based thoughts, I, I know you like to use phrases like alpha and beta, but I think that... Um, I think those are excellent, but I don't know that everybody fully understands. When you talk about alpha, you're talking about the historical measures of an asset's return, and beta, you're really referring to volatility. So maybe alternate some of the words so that we don't lose track of what it is that you're saying. So what are your broad thoughts on alpha? Well, first of all, alpha is a measure of a risk-adjusted out or underperformance, not the return of an asset itself. It's the return of a manager or a fund or a portfolio relative to its risk-adjusted benchmark. Beta uh, usually means market beta, and it reflects what is the risk of a stock or a portfolio uh, or a mutual fund relative to the risk of the overall market. That's called market beta specifically. But you could have beta on other common factors like the size factor, which is investing in small stocks. So you could have a beta for small stocks, a beta for value stocks, a beta on the momentum factor or quality or the low beta factor. So beta is really an, how much exposure you have to what you might think of as a common trait or characteristic of a stock of a portfolio. So what does a pro like you do in these market conditions? Well, we do the same thing we do in all conditions. We focus on managing risk of the portfolio rather than trying to figure out which sectors or asset classes or regions are trying to outperform because the evidence shows that's a loser's game. And by that, we mean that it's not impossible to win the game of active management. But as we discuss in my book, The Incredible Shrinking Alpha, 20 years ago, about 20% of active managers were generating statistically significant alphas, meaning they were beating their risk-adjusted benchmarks. That's pre-tax, about half of that after taxes, because taxes are the greatest expense for active managers in taxable accounts. Today, because of the trends we talk about in the book, and there are four of them, that percentage is dropped dramatically to about 2%. So while it's still possible to outperform the markets, uh, the odds of doing so are extremely low. So we focus on building low-cost portfolios that provide exposure to these traits that we want, whether they're small value momentum profitability, quality. We also broadly diversify because we don't know whether the U.S. or international emerging or value or growth will do well when, and we don't think anyone else does either. Uh, and we also add other exposures to things like reinsurance or alternative lending like private credit because they provide uh, diversification benefits because they too have unique sources of risk that don't necessarily correlate with the broad uh, U.S. equity market. So we want to broadly diversify as much as possible and use very low-cost vehicles. We think that's the winner's game, and that's what all of the academic research shows.
Yeah, excellent. And I love the name of your book, The Incredible Shrinking Alpha. I think that's a very apropos, catchy name, too. And so it's not about picking winners. It's more about managing your risk. And there it is. Thank you for showing it to us. Um, managing the risk. So what are some of the plays to manage risk at this time? Sort of the smart way to go. You're not trying to pick the winners, but just some of the safer bets, I guess, to manage your risk or hedge yeah, on the downside. I think the most important thing I would focus on in this environment where the Federal Reserve is suppressing interest rates is that people should avoid making the mistake of trying to stretch for yield. Uh, this is particularly true of investors who invest based upon a cash flow approach to their portfolio. So they only spend the interest income and dividends, which we think is the wrong approach. Uh, we think you should focus on total return. So when you, these investors are getting nothing or 1% on their safe bonds, they tend to stretch for things like junk bonds, MLPs, and other higher yielding assets. But the problem is when the risks show up like it did in February this year, like it did in 2001, uh, like it did in 2008, those risk assets tend to collapse as bad as stocks, sometimes even worse. So we think it's really important to stay disciplined and also stay diversified, not chasing whatever is hot now. Uh, that's another mistake that investors uh, make. They buy what has done well recently after it has gone up. That means now you have high valuations, <coughs> low expected returns, and they sell what has done poorly yeah. at low valuations when they have higher. Larry, expected. I understand. Yeah, yeah. Larry, great to see you. Thank you so much for explaining that to us in your book, showing us your book. Larry Swedro, Chief Research Officer at Buckingham Wealth Partners. Thank you. Thanks for having me.